2020 was a year of unprecedented change, but it was also the year of continuous innovation and the realization that digital first for many is the only option. Today's digital imperative means businesses are under increasing pressure to balance business growth with the IT goal of doing more with what you have. So how do you bring your people, profit and communities on this IT-led growth journey? I'm Pip Marlowe, CEO of Salesforce Australia and New Zealand, and your host for today's Future of Business Now podcast. This is one in a series of short podcasts where we're speaking with industry leaders about the major hurdles organizations face in today's business environment. We're delving into challenges, opportunities, and their responses in the short, medium, and long term. The aim of lifting the tide for everyone who shares those same opportunities and challenges. Joining me at points along this business journey of exploration is Australian TV personality, radio presenter, and businessman, Russell Howcroft. Together, we'll explore central themes for business success, including customer experience, business transformation, accelerating value, IT transformation, employee engagement, and certainly business growth. To talk about accelerating value today, we'll hear from Natalie Screen, a customer success superstar at Zero who's going to share her insights on IT productivity and business efficiency in the new era of value and trust. With that, over to you, Russell. Thanks, Pip. As you said, the pressure on businesses to do more with what you have is ongoing, but the pandemic of 2020 has brought the discussions on IT productivity and business efficiency even more to the forefront for many business leaders. How can your business operate in a new era of value and trust where a single view of the customer is critical to meeting customer expectations? Today, we'll look at how to reduce the complexity and cost of your business critical IT, increase your workforce capability and efficiency, and all the while build velocity, measurable impact, and customer credibility across digital platforms. We'll aim to help you bring your people, profit, and communities together clearly credibly and sustainably in a single, simple, stakeholder-centric world. Our reality now is that if we don't continue to anticipate threats or change with enough agility, there is real risk to your business. So we need to be faster and more nimble and more adaptive than we've ever been before to drive innovation. I'm Russell Howcroft, and as Pip said, to discuss accelerated value today, I'm joined by Natalie Screen, GM Customer Success at Zero. For anyone who doesn't know, Zero is a leader in cloud-based accounting software for small to medium-sized businesses that started out with its roots firmly planted in New Zealand. Welcome, Natalie, and thank you for joining us all the way from beautiful Wellington. Thanks so much, Russell. It's awesome to be here. Hey, Natalie, first of all, GM, General Manager, Customer Success. I love the idea of customer success. So give us a bit of a description of what it is you do every day at Zero. Uh, Well, it's definitely been a journey over the last seven years, um, really evolving our model from customer care to customer experience to customer success. So, um, you know, we are hearing more and more about customer success in in the industry these days. Um, My role has really been about evolving our support model from uh, supporting 100,000 customers uh, to really thinking about what would it take to support millions and millions in years to come. So uh, today we support 2.4 million customers and um, it's awesome to now be able to be in a position where we're able to leverage our technology, our data, our people and our content to really think about unlocking value for every person connected to our platform, which is really what, what about it. 
which is really what a customer success model is all about. Can, can you give us a sense of the speed with which business has digitised this year? I think, you know, I remember when we first, uh, you know, it, it hit, hit obviously other regions uh, before it hit New Zealand. But when we started to have to close our offices and move online and we started to um, engage with our customers and, you know, talking to our customers is always incredibly important to understand their wants and needs and how that's changing. We realised pretty quickly, you know, these are small businesses that don't have a lot of disposable funds to spend on things like mm. how to move their business online, how to get their teams to work online, how to set up e-commerce shops. And so um, that speed has been tremendous. I think we've accelerated, you know, what would have been maybe five to 10 years within six to 12 months and the support that people need to do that um, is massive and so it's really been our job to help fill some of that gap as well. So more on the challenges of that sort of growth, that sort of accelerated growth. Mm. So um, it probably helps to talk about early on just for a, a couple of points so yeah, right. the, the now. Um, so early on, um, you know, being born in the cloud, it obviously gave us a unique advantage um, to really define what support looks like. We had, I joined in 2013, we had a massive, uh, rapidly growing customer base and we needed a plan for what it would look like to support millions. It's very easy to think about the now and it's very easy to plan out what your support model looks like with 100,000. But when you need to quickly realise you need a plan and um, implement what it look, would look like for a million and then millions and millions, mm, yep. suddenly your model looks quite different. So, um, you know, really moving from in-house built systems into scalable technology solutions has been really key. And just the sheer challenge of scaling to support millions of customers to drive efficiency, but also improving our agent and customer experience has been really important. I think now we've built those foundations um, and we've done it while maintaining our culture, which has also been critically important. Now the challenge is really about how do we continue to grow and prove value to our customers as we constantly assess and reassess what they need. So we know that, you know, through research, what customers want today is forever changing. Um, expectations are forever rising and you are now benchmarked on the best experience they've ever had. And so customers now expect us to know who they are, what they want, what their key touch points are, and that we can deliver an immediate and personalized experience. So um, you know, in addition to, I think, customers' expectations continuing to rise, the disruptive new business model starting to come into every industry, I think, is something that people need to keep their eye on. So our reality now is that if we don't continue to anticipate threats or change with enough agility, um, you know, there is real risk to your business. So we need to be faster and more nimble and more adaptive than we've ever been before to drive innovation. So our approach is to try and figure out how do we continue to deliver a personalised, relevant, dynamic experience to any audience that we know who they are and what they need, you know, what their technology capabilities are, what their accounting capabilities are, and that we can surface up the right guidance and support to them in the moment. I love the fact that Zero focuses in on customer success. I mean, does that make you unusual in the IT world, do you think? I think uh, the industry is still trying to get its head around what is customer success. Yeah. So I think there's a big opportunity to really get out in front and start defining what that looks like, particularly in a SaaS environment. Um, it was something that we really strive to do from a customer experience point of view seven years ago is to really set that new benchmark and lead the way, which um, you know I felt we did, we did, did a good job of. Um, and now it's all about defining what the world of customer success looks like. I think 
in a in a day and age where um, you know anyone can compete on product or price or brand, it really is your people and your experience that will set you apart. So success is going to become more and more important. So you said that a core to the success of Zero, of course, is it's you're a people based organisation, you're a purpose based mm. organisation. But as you've grown, how have you managed to keep um, the employees as evangelists? Well, I'm not sure if you've uh, heard Zero talk a lot about this in the past, but you may have heard about our inside-out philosophy. Yeah. Uh, we, we really do believe that in order to deliver on our brand promise and our purpose, aligning our employees to that experience and that outcome is just critical. Um, if you can align your people to your culture and your outcomes and what you're here to do and everyone is wrapped around that, it really does ripple out into your communities, into your customers and creates an amazing experience. So I think where we're different from a lot of businesses is they often think customer first, which is great, but actually I think it starts with people first. If you treat your people right and align them, you'll deliver amazing experiences to your customers, whether that be product or technology or service or marketing or brand. Um, And as I said earlier, you know, I think uh, technologies will come and go and features and functions will provide an advantage for a while, but not forever. But your talent and your people will last. And so at the heart of everything is really our people, Um, you know, making sure everyone has a voice, making sure that innovation can come from all places and making sure that people are part of that journey, not just on the journey. So tell us about Next Horizon technology. What, what, what are you planning? Well, I think that's a great thing about technology is um, you can try and imagine what could be, uh, but I think uh, none of us know, you know, what will the world look like in five to ten years? And we can research and plan all we'd like, which is what we do. But I think the great thing about partnering with someone like Salesforce is it really enables you to scale and be different and change as your model and your customers and your expectations change. So when we went through, um, you know, a big RFP for every Uh, piece of tech that we implemented it really came down to a decision of what was the best uh, best in class solution so what had all the bells and whistles and did that specific thing really well versus what was the best fit for zero and at the heart of that was really connecting our customer data together but also what was going to scale and change and grow with us so technology is incredible I think technology is a huge enabler I think we have to be really um, considered uh, and cautious and make sure we're using it in the right way but, um, you know, it opens a world of possibility. So we're really just getting started. So this balancing of growth, value, speed, risk, failure, but maybe most importantly, making mistakes. Um, so does Zero have a, um, let's call it a encouraging mistakes culture? <laughs> um, I think, you know, when you're smaller it's, and you're a startup, it's definitely easier uh, uh, when you've got everything to prove to take the bigger risks. There is no doubt about that. I remember hearing from a guy called Dom Price from Atlassian uh, a couple of years ago now, and he talked about uh, the risks to hypergrowth companies. And that as human beings, the more we achieve and therefore the more that we have to lose, uh, the less risk we take. And it's really true and it's something that really stuck with me and I remind myself of that and the team of it all the time. Um, so I think Zero has really found the balance. We, we've, we've won a lot. Um, we definitely have a lot to lose, but we've also got a lot to still win. So, you know, encouraging failures and mistakes is really important. Um, they're not a bad thing, um, yeah. but we do expect a really balanced, considered approach. So we're accountable for how we invest our time and effort. Um I would say, you know, being safe 100% of the time just isn't in our DNA. It's not why we work here. It's mm-hmm. not why we work at zero. 
But, um, you know, if everything you touch turns to gold, you're probably not just not taking enough risk and you're playing too safe. So tell me the productivity word. In, in a way, it's a word that's overused. But do you, again, is productivity core to the zero offer, um, i.e., you and your colleagues are continuously attempting or trying or, or achieving productivity internally, but also providing productivity to your customers. At the heart is really enabling that small business success. Um, you know, in our beginning of our journey, we realised, you know, more than 50% of small businesses fail. And so how do we help them overcome that? So, you know, number one, it's critical that we help them financially uh, be better in business and have a handle on how their business is doing and make better decisions. Um, outside of that, it definitely is about giving time back. So how do we free our small business customers and our advisors up to do what they do best, which is actually running their business, not yep. doing accounts. Yep. Um, but we know that that relationship and those conversations is really critical, but it's removing the noise, it's removing the stuff that can be automated. Um, from an internal perspective, um, you know, we, we definitely... Uh, early on as we're going through our big growth uh, phase and we're still growing, it's definitely about driving automation and efficiency and increasing productivity of our team, but not at the consequence or detriment of the experience. Mm. So it always has to be a balance. It's not a, it's not a trade-off decision. We're not trying to drive efficiencies over experience. And in fact, we've always tried to increase our results as we've gone through this journey. So how do we improve efficiency and how do we also increase our specialist experience and also our customer experience at the same time and measure all three? I have to say, Natalie, it's awesome hearing such a brilliant story. I do have to ask the question, though, what's not going well? <laughs> I think, um, you know, just the, 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 the rate of change and pace and how quickly we need to move. Um, it's not that things aren't going well, but it's relentless. It's, um, mm. You know, the, the box is never ticked. We're never done. Uh, it's not over. It's not like we can be like, put our feet up and say, great, we've done a good job. Now yeah. let's have a cup of tea. So I think what's not going well is just um, there is no end in sight, but it's why we work here. Um, understanding our customers' needs even deeper as we explore into new markets and opportunities will definitely be top of mind in years to come. Let's give listeners some advice. Um, Natalie, some top three actions any business should be applying today to improve their efficiency, improve their value, um, to take some learnings from the awesome zero story. I think um, probably number one, have a really clear strategy with outcomes and successes defined for you and your customer. I think I've heard a lot of people um, say that technology hasn't given them any results. And I would say technology alone won't solve your problems. You need to understand where you're going and how you understand when you're successful. Number two would be be able to articulate the experiences you want your people and your customers to see, feel, and have. There's a quote that Steve Jobs said, I don't know when, but we've always uh, we've always aligned to it over over these years, which is if you need to start with the experience and work backwards to the technology. So, um, you know, don't start with the technology first and then just try and do everything that you possibly can. Think yep. about the experiences you want to build and work backwards. Yes, makes and sense. And number three would really be about bringing people on the change. People are your biggest asset and whatever you do, it'll, it'll live and die by their adoption. So don't... Um, don't gloss over how important your people are to bring into your change, not just bring on the journey. Now, um, we want to improve Zero's journey. What would you do? 
uh, I think I think we're on the right track. Um, you know, we're really moving now from relationships with organizations and customers to really thinking about every person on the platform. And we've got millions and millions and millions of them, mm. um, employees, accounts, people, payroll, admins. So how do we deliver more of a proactive, personalized, relevant experience to each person? And continue to make every person's life better, simpler, and more connected. So I think we've done a good job at a customer level, but now it needs to go that level deeper. How do we make sure that every person realizes the value of zero every single day? And how can we make sure we're do- we're, and how can we make a real positive impact on them and their communities? Um, we're a big believer that advocacy is the key to success, and advocacy can create network effects. So mm. I think we're on the right track, but that's definitely where I'd love to um, you know push a little bit more. So, Natalie, what is it about New Zealand? <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. I have to say I've travelled a lot with Zero, and while I love travelling and there's a few places I'd love to get back to, um, there is nothing like home. Uh, I breathe a sigh of relief every time I, I land back in the country. It's just beautiful. The people are awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm very lucky to be here and work with the people that I get to work with. Am I drawing too long a bow here? But it, it's of great interest to me that um, – Zero's purpose is around um, the success, small business success, mm. um, and you've got values of human, beautiful ownership, champion, and team. If I just got the country, New Zealand, uh, core purpose, uh, the success of a small country, um, values, human, yep, absolutely beautiful, for sure, champions, absolutely, team, yeah, it's almost like Zero reflects the very country that you live in. That's a really nice comparison. Um, it does feel like we're an extension of the country and it feels like the country is an extension of us. And uh, while we haven't built a Kiwi culture around the world, we've definitely taken what started here and made sure that um, that's how we, we work together no matter where you are. So, um, yeah, great comparison. So, Natalie, you were telling us earlier that you went through an RFP and um, Salesforce uh, became a technology partner. So tell us a little about what you're doing with Salesforce. Uh, it's been a journey with Salesforce. I remember uh, when they came in and did the first pitch. I'm a very cynical person. So, um, you know, I feel like uh, sometimes you're being sold something that's not a reality. But what has really set us apart and enabled us to move so quickly and scale and deliver beautiful experiences is that Salesforce has re- have really been side by side with us. They have understood our vision and our dream and our challenges and where we're trying to go um, and really helped and enabled our success to get there. So um, from quite a cynical place to a true partnership and relationship, it has been incredible. And I don't think you can say that about many technology uh, companies, they definitely don't pay me to, to say that, um, you know. And it's not to say that things uh, there haven't been challenges along the way, but um, they've always been there. They've always had our backs, and so it's really exciting to think about what we can do in the future. Today's podcast was with Natalie Screen. Natalie is general manager for customer success at Zero. Thank you, Natalie. Great to have you on our podcast. Thanks for having me. Clearly. You're in a business that has embraced the concept of accelerated value, doing more with what you have for best business and customer outcomes. I've certainly enjoyed your perspectives, and I'm sure our listeners will have learned a lot too. I especially like, Natalie, how right up front you are able to articulate the journey that Zero has been on, from the customer focus being around customer care, and then that loops in customer experience, and then how it's all about customer success, and that indeed is what you have on your business card. Good on you. For more content, tools, and customer stories on Accelerated Value, please visit the Salesforce Accelerated Value landing page. You can find it at sf 
sfdc.co forward slash a value. That's sfdc.co forward slash a value. We'd also welcome your thoughts and feedback on everything you've heard today. So please do take a few minutes to share by emailing us at abmpodcast at salesforce.com. Please also look out for other podcasts in this series, The Future of Business Now, brought to you by Salesforce. My name is Russell Howcroft, and I look forward to speaking again really soon. A huge thank you to you both, Russell and Natalie, sharing your insights on accelerating business value through IT transformation and business efficiency. I really loved hearing how your corporate values sit at the center of everything you do at Zero, correlating business growth, with customer expectations, experiences, and customer care. You know what? It's so great to hear values, customer, and growth all in the same sentence. Thanks also to you for listening. As Russell said, please visit our website dedicated to this accelerated value discussion at sfdc.co forward slash a value, where you'll also find more great insights and resources. My name is Pip Marlowe, and I look forward to your virtual company again soon for our next podcast in the series brought to you by Salesforce.